Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hey there. Welcome back to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. All right, my freshies. If you are here and you're new, welcome. Each week, I discuss strategies to keep your mind and career fresh. Sometimes I bust some BS myths, we dig a little deeper on mindset, we talk about trends, and I often chat with interesting people who share their experiences of how they kept their career fresh and navigating career challenges. So this week, I want to talk about the myth of work-life balance. I mean, why isn't it called life-work balance? And then we have the continued talk of quiet quitting. If you listened to last week's episode, you can definitely go in deep on quiet quitting and my thoughts there. But the reality is so many people are searching for ways to balance all that's expected of them. It's really challenging at times to navigate depending on your circumstances. So over the last few months, I've been working with clients who are rethinking once again their approach to this balance debate. And I'm going to share today the three pillars or the three areas that I see as the foundation for creating your life work balance. This is all about how you can create the harmony or that integration that you're seeking. First, we're going to have to have a little bit of a chat with the future you, your future self. Because in order to know where you're going, you have to think about where you're going. So in order for you to become the most, the most what, what is it for you? The most balanced, the most confident, unstoppable, successful, connected, what will life work balance bring you? And in order for you to have that, you're going to have to spend some time running through the vision. So this is a moment to grab your notes app. If you're a pen and paper person, grab that too, and really take a pause. And what does your future self look like? What are you creating? What does he feel? What is it that she thinks? What got them there? What are the three most common feelings that they are experiencing on a daily basis? Inspiration, confidence, calm, focus, ease, joy, happiness. What's different about life for your future self? How would others describe you? What's the impact you're making on yourself, your family, your friends, the people you live with, the people you love, your colleagues, your industry? What's different in the future? And then I really, when you start getting clear about that, I want you to tap into your five senses. This makes it real. This is how you get into mindset. What is it that your future self sees, feels, tastes, hears, and smells? So your future self may be thinking about speaking at an industry event. You can feel holding your MacBook in your hands. You can hear the din of the audience. You can taste the toothpaste in your mouth, the smell of the gentle fragrance of the theater. Your future self may see yourself on a holiday. 
You feel the softness of the cushions on your skin. You hear the voices of your friends or family nearby. You taste the deliciousness of a meal in your mouth. You smell the aroma of the sea air or the mountain air around you. Are you with me? Because this exercise is something that I really recommend that you do often. I mean, I do it often. Whenever I think of something new that I want, I spend a few minutes really getting into that future self of what it's going to be. What is it that I want? What is it that I'm creating? And then I go through that five senses exercise because I want to keep planning and charting where I'm going. And this exercise really helps me sort of embody that vision. Okay, the next thing is that in order to create this reality, this integration, this life-work balance, you're going to have to think about the requirements or maybe non-negotiables of what it is that will shape your reality. So what needs to happen in order to become this future self? I want you again to think, sleep. How much do you need to become your best? What will food and nourishment look like for you? How, how will the fuel that you put in your body, fuel your mind. Exercise. So make this a little bit of a stretch, meaning if you're not a runner right now, you're probably not going to run a marathon next month. But if you do start practicing, you could be running a marathon in six months. So thinking about if you're not consistently exercising now, start with a little something that feels like a stretch, but not impossible. You want to really think about your future self and in the presence so that you start to up level and get towards your goal. What is it We don't want it to be easy and achievable because then you're not stretching yourself at all. But you don't want to go so far out in this exercise that it feels impossible, okay? Next, I want to know who you're hanging out with. It's no joke that you really are the mix of the people that you're spending the most time with. So who is that going to be? This is about getting to your future self. What does your morning routine look like? And if you're a parent or a spouse, how do those parts of your life blend into this? Then I want you to think about business connections. Who do you want to be spending time with, partnering with? Who is on your own personal board of directors? I'm going to drop the link in the show notes, but you can go check out episode from November 9th of 2021, where I think, where I take you through how to think about your personal board of directors. Then you might want to think about domestic help. Do you need babysitters? Do you need a handy person? Are you going to be doing Instacart? Who's going to be helping with the stuff around the house? Do you want to trade or barter for services with someone in your building or in your neighborhood? I hear a lot of parents that are trading with school drop-offs and you know childcare, and it's really helping. Again, thinking about in advance who's in your squad. I am always taking names and saving them because personally, I like to be prepared, but it also helps me think in the future if I know that somebody is available, then I can also help start planning. Then I want you to think about who are your money honeys. Seriously, who are you doing your investment, your accounting, your financial planning? Do you need a mindset coach? Who is helping you with the money side of your future self? And then I want you to think about fun. How are you spending your weekends or your downtime? How are you having fun at work? What does self-care also look like for you? Thinking about skills. Are there skills that you want to think about that you might need to up-level on your path to your future self? How is your mindset, your speaking skills, storytelling, decision-making? What does your future self need and how can you hook them up today by starting to take that action? I want you to think about style and is your 2019 pre-pandemic wardrobe 
dated and does it feel like not who you are now that you've emerged through a pandemic? So there are plenty of people on Instagram that you can follow. You can also look at Pinterest boards. You can also work with some stylists. I personally work with Threads of Hershey. I call them my special K's because both women are named Kristen. There's also stylist Nana Badu. We did a recent Instagram live together. Um, there's also stylist Judith Gatone, who was on our, my podcast in previous weeks. It's not necessarily about spending money. It's about thinking about how do you want to rethink your wardrobe and maybe build a capsule wardrobe so that you're thinking about who you are and who your future self is. I want you to think about media. What are you going to be stopping watching? What are you going to be continue watching? Do you want to put timers or, um, you know, really monitor your phone and app usage? Are there shows that you want to start streaming or stop streaming? I want you to think about boundaries. What are your work hours? What are you emailing? How are you handling weekends? What are the trade-offs? If you have to crush it this week, we get it. That totally happens. We want to do that. That's, that's you know ambition and inspiration. But then what's the balance of that? What it needs to be in place? Okay, so we have the visioning step. Then we have your requirements and your non-negotiable pillars. And the last part is your mindset. You have to manage your mind around all that you have created and that what you want to create. So recently I was working with a client who has done enormous amount of work in pulling back from the 70, 80, 90 hour weeks that he was accustomed to working. Again, that wasn't what was necessarily asked with him, but that was based on his own orientation, what he felt like he needed to do. And the leak, the leaky boundaries around his weekends and work was like, when things are not important or urgent, it was really the, the understanding about like, are you going to be checking your phone all the time? Are you going to be checking in with email? Are you going to be emailing your team and your colleagues so that you're continuing to feed into a culture where everyone's emailing and communicating on the weekends? Again, really thinking about this. So what he started to do, like I said, was pull back and what so many people that I've been working with found that during the high, the height of COVID, we were pretty intense. And that because we were no longer commuting for those of us that went to an office, all of a sudden there was this creep of hours at the time that you spent in the commute was now just, well, you're just adding that to your work day. So many people weren't necessarily working shorter hours or, you know, a tight work day. They were, it was sort of this urban sprawl of hours. And because, you know, when coming back to this client, he actually did start to have a June and July. He started to have a summer, had a few family getaways, was able to attend some of his son's, um, you know, pre like little league and peewee uh, football practice and was really feeling like he was getting unplugged and not always feeling the temptation to reach for his devices. So there was no drama. There was no questioning from anyone why he wasn't answering emails or responding within 30 minutes of lax. Things started to feel good. He was starting to feel calm, was starting to exercise more, was getting some sleep in, was spending more time with the people he cared about. And then, and then little by little, feeling good, feeling like he could do a bit more. He could just get ahead because he felt rested. Wouldn't be that big of a deal. He could take on a bit more. And of course, he neglected to mention any of this to me, but I did start to sense that some of his anxiousness was creeping back in. And suddenly by August, the email creep and the loss of his weekends was right back. So why did this happen? 
Well, my friends, we have a built-in forgetter. This is what happens. This is totally normal in the human brain. When we start to relax, when we start to ease in to a new reality and creating a new routine, there's at times there can be that sensation that we're waiting for the other shoe to drop or like something must be wrong because I'm calm, right? So forming new habits takes time. Nothing has gone wrong here. We have to be building boundaries with can, like calendaring, and buffering. We need to make plans at times that are uncancelable. We need to get really clear and start to train ourselves and be thinking about, well, if this is how I'm thinking or how I want to be thinking about my boundaries, what do I need to be doing? How am I going to be feeling, right? Feeling that level of calm and ease and confidence or, or determination or focus that you're setting those boundaries. We need to be doing this and knowing that it's going to take a while to change habits. We do this so we can train both ourselves and other people's around us that this is the way we choose to work. We have to stay diligent and remember why we wanted this life work balance in the first place. It's so that we're not exhausted. It's so that we can get to our kids' sports game. It's that we can have a drink with friends after work or spend time with the people that we love. So that we can be present, so that we're not obsessing over what we think we have to do when we're with our spouse or our family or our kids. But we're there, but we're actually not because our head's elsewhere. So as offices are trying to figure out the remote versus hybrid work strategy, and everyone has an opinion about what's going to happen and who has a crystal ball about what the future is going to look like. I mean, I got some of my guesses, but I don't really know for sure. This is a great time to be rethinking the balance that you want. So finding the balance to miss work, to actually be excited about a project or an experience again, because it's going to make you a better thinker. It's going to make you a better worker. We're not talking about squishing ambition or inspiration. We're just talking about finding those pauses. Your future self didn't get there through stress, anxiety, or crawl into the weekend. Your future self got there through planning, through boundaries, and mindset management. Go do this work. Like, wouldn't it be awesome if you spent the next few weeks, we're in the month of September, if you spent the next few weeks really thinking about how you want to round out the end of 2022, and then you have almost three months to practice it, wouldn't that be amazing? Your future self will thank you. Okay, my friends, that's what I have for you this week. I appreciate you so much for continuing to listen, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Career Refresh Podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs, or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes. But hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon.